that's in the and that's in the game now. <laughs> there we go, everybody. Welcome back to the latest, greatest episode of Caravan 13. We are hyped up on caffeine and carbs, and we're ready and steady to get rocking and rolling for the greatest showdown with demons you've ever seen. Our party just got done fighting a corrupted face spirit looking for the mallet and chisel that was used to inscribe the runes on the chain holding the demon, and now they're hoping to use said mallet and chain to shatter the chains of love that bind our wonderful demon friend to this mortal coil. And while off camera, we all healed ourselves. For a little bit. For They're not bit. totally healed, but they feel comfortable in their own skin again. And, and I'm no longer spells. at 6 HP. Well, we don't have all our spell slots. Nope, nobody, there was no magic. Everybody feels better between episodes. Nay, 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 nay. Instead, we're going to pick up with them approaching the Demon Lord. You approach the demon lord, or I should say, the demon lord's mummified corpse. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you see him begin to... Hmm. What would the word be? What are you looking for? Oh, he's fine where he's at. You don't oh. need the metal body if you don't want. Uh, you see him corporealize and begin to manifest his spiritual form from the tomb of his... So, now that we have the means to free you, what's in it for us besides getting you off this plane? Survival. Survival? What do you mean? So Can you... I go and, like, give her, like, a pat on the head and then start chiseling? Fine. <laughs> no, Mac. Aww. Remember you get... Don't you have it? Was he still infected by uh, last episode? Let me find out. Yeah, Mac, you're in the presence of this demon again. I need you to see if you can beat a wisdom saving throw again. This time you have at least advantage on it. Uh, five doesn't work. A 17. Aha! <laughs> Let's see, does his terror... No, you are... You've, you've gotten over the shock now that you listen to him a few times. You're like, oh, he's not nearly as scary. He only instantly turned my one comrade to stone. <laughs> the other part was you just being paralyzed in fear. But the other people don't need to know that. They just assume he turned you mute. <laughs> cool. So you could speak to him in Infernal, not knowing what that will do. Or you could have... Parta continue her current line of questioning, which will no doubt lead to horrible, good, no bad, very things. Aww. No, I'm actually kind of curious. No. No, I want to ask smart. question. So, do you have she, any She's special? speaking in, in, in Elvish. El, 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 Elvish. Parta. What? Shouldn't speak in Elvish, so. I can't understand Elvish. Alright, then why don't you speak to him? Mm. Do you know Coleman? I do know. I was talking to the demon. How are you? <sighs> Common. What a detestable tongue. Exactly. Elvish is better. There. Now we all can understand him. <laughs> if I'm a silly, my rather noble vocal cords using such a primordial. 
used by apes. Here, here. I suppose. Why don't you know orc? Or else I'll be talking to you in orc. Krakusha, he curses you in orc. <laughs> <laughs> you know he said something very damnable about your mother. <laughs> It's just that look on, I have a feeling Korak just has that look on his face of like, oh, if it wasn't for the fact that I know I can't draw my weapon on you. <laughs> so, alright, we let you down, you go away. Do you have the chisel? Yep. I hold up the chisel and mallet. Excellent. Drop it at the body. Okay, I do. Excellent. Time and age has not worn those tired pieces down. However, the simple means will not do. The man who bound me here lived in a city not too far away. You need to recite an incantation in order to break the spell. Ah, to put you back in the body. Yes. There happens to be another issue with that as well. Mm. As you can see, my old vessel is worn, well-traveled. You mean to use the other man as your vessel since he's the one that cursed you to begin with. Please. The man's probably dead. Oh. I'll take his son, though. Mm. Or his daughter. We'll see which one's eviler. Mm, possibly. So. Yeah, you'll no doubt recognize him. He's a very authentic smith, as it were. You'll find him in some what was it? He's named after a, a regent. Johan, I believe was his name. Sebastian? No. Johan's definitely familiar. It is due east of here, I believe. Several miles. Maybe 15, 20. Ah, so about a quarter of a day's ride. And probably most of a day's ride, depending on where you go. Alright. And you're sure that his offspring would know the incantation as well? I don't need his offspring to know the incantation. You can recite it. I just need a new vessel. Ah, and what better way than the offspring of the wombat going to? Of course, if he doesn't have offspring, any mildly okay-looking person will do. I do have someone in mind in case we can't find him. A particular racist fellow. <laughs> <laughs> As long as he gets along well, I suppose. He's about 30, 40. He's a strong build. Navy guy. Or dock builder. I wasn't sure which one. <laughs> you know, God, no, Sarah. You know what's even better? This goes right into my fucking plans. Well, off you go then. It sounds like you have plenty of people in mind, but don't forget the incantation and a well-living body. Here, here. 
Would you like a cup of tea or ale when I return? Move the fuck on, he <laughs> says. Well, jeez. Fine. Sarah literally is like, this racist asshole can get possessed by a demon for all I care. <laughs> Basically, Gorham's like, why are we helping a demon? Yeah, why? There's literally been no qualms about helping this demon, even though I've told Sarah many times, he's the root of all the evil in this place. But we can make him go away and go back to the plane which he came to get rid of the evil. <laughs> the naivety is real. <laughs> sure, sure, demons will make Totally, we're totally true on the word. Yeah. Well, then if that's true, maybe we should find him a diseased body. If it wasn't for the fact that we can't... He would be able to detect if the body was diseased. Yeah. Maybe. Um, if we knew a way of banishing him... Banishing? Do you think we should return to Master? Who? The Archdruid. Mm. He might have a way to banish him permanently without requiring a body. Because I have quick, no qualms. Would anybody like to ask the name of the blacksmith? Yes. What's the name of that blacksmith again? He, said, he gives you a piece of parchment with a name that I have not come up with yet. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually it will unfurl itself and have the name. Yes. Alright. He it's like he he's been there a while, he doesn't remember the forename. I literally came up with this NPC character on the fly because I was like, how am I gonna like have this go? Like who, like I wasn't expecting to bring the fucking doc lead into this a little bit, but little did I realize how well this fucking works. <laughs> actually with my plan so because of sarah's ingenious role play i've had to slightly modify plans you gotta love it when somebody derails but somehow also makes it awesome it's like that was not what i planned it fucking works let's roll with it so you guys leave this uh this cultist area um you notice a lot of the bodies begin or have already begun to decay a lot. The this this the taint of evil is still there because the demon's still chained. His influence on the land is still there. Until you free him, banish him, or otherwise get rid of him, there will still be that negative energy in this area. Mm-hmm. However, you have stopped an influx of minor demons at least from being summoned. Right. So we'll have already mm-hmm. you but Demon origin. Do you happen to know any good ways to banish something like him? Cut off its head. Okay, something reasonable. <laughs> You're just scared of him because you turned this stone. If it can do that. True. What without else can, a body. If it can do that without the body. What well, can it do with a body? But wasn't it only because of his eyes and his mind? If we gouge out his eyes, can you really do that anymore? He had no eyes. Sarah, oh. I mean, both. Who is this Sarah? Poith. It's a ghost demon and it can do that. Okay. Then let's ask Shisho. If any of you knew a cleric. We know a druid. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
We've now understood that we accidentally took too long on your last call. We apologize about the wait. You gave us the coordinates X, Y, Z. Is that correct? Excellent. We'll be dispatching the unit in about uh, 144 days. <laughs> the Earth can't wait that long. I just hung up on it. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I was trying to get a different reference out of him, but it worked. <laughs> Please confirm purchase. Denied. <laughs> Alonzo, last name. Charging 1,000 valent ducats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we look forward to placing your order and attributing divine justice in an area near you. Bum ba da dum. You guys are assholes! I get to do something to him. I can't believe it. Even if we save his ass, at least I get that little petty revenge. Literally not where I thought episode 20 was going at all. (laughs) The revenge of Caravan 13. (laughs) There are other names in here that I could use, but they weren't canon characters, so I can't do that. Right. Charge Alonzo last name. (laughs) I actually have his last name in here. It's, um... I should have said something like, Lord Bellagrand. Oh, God. <laughs> Sarah's just laughing hysterically as she goes to blow her nose. <sighs> Good fucking God. I love you all. <laughs> just insane. Can't trust Lord you guys Lord. to do fucking We're going to sacrifice Alonzo to the demon. First, we have to clear the port of John, so Alonzo pays us for that. I never actually gave wait, him a wait, last wait. name. I just named him Alonzo. All right, this is what I'm thinking. He's a demon, not to be rude to you, but fuck demons. Why don't we just figure out a way to banish him? This is where Vareed just goes, I'm not a demon. I'm an infernal. <laughs> I own demons. <laughs> I'm king shit demon. Korak doesn't know that. He just thinks he's part demon. That's where Vareed explains to you the difference yes. between just right, low-rank fucking demon and then there's me. <laughs> Alright, fine, your majesty. That's right. Bow to the king. Hail to the king, baby. You ain't my chief. <laughs> the western wind chief. blows, as you say. <laughs> that was weird. Alright. Isn't the western wind war? North of they're all for war. <laughs> Fair. Oh, right. It's something in war, something in war, something in war. <laughs> it's the most working fucking joke. Uh. So, um, you guys, we're going to say that you guys go back to Valentina, not to rest, but to gather information. 
while you're in town. So do we want to find out how to banish this fucker? Well, at least as a back end or opposite way. In case he does anything risky. I mean, it's a demon. Yep, you can't and test any demon. story of a demon I've ever heard, nobody wins except for the demon. Yep. Unless it's a story where they kill the demon. Then. Yep. <laughs> but making a deal. There was at least a cursed bloodline in that one, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, we don't know any clerics, and I hardly doubt there's one powerful human thing here in town. Alan's busy across the universe. Alan's <laughs> busy. How do we kill a greater demon? Spirit. <laughs> In head-to-head -head combat? Yeah. Or to banish it. Wait, what did the little girl say? Is there a way to banish it? Depends. Do you want demon guts? Not particularly. Do, we mean, do you mean literally we would have demon guts, or do you want it, or do we mean make it explode? I mean... Are you trying to kill it head on, or are you trying to send it back to where it came from? Send it back to where it came from, unless we can destroy it. Well, it looks pretty powerful. Pretty simple. If you want to kill it, swing hard and really fast. <laughs> Otherwise, don't. And whatever you do, don't make a deal with it. Ever. Don't even say you'll help it. Leave. Pretend you never heard it. Ever. What if we can't do that because it's affecting nature? You mean the you little... You get over it. <laughs> I can't get what over it. What if the elf said if she would help it? Then you need to do what a demon would do and fucking lie. <laughs> and if it doesn't believe you, still lie. <laughs> and then don't do what you said you would do. Do something else. What did you tell this supposed greater demon that you would do? Get it a body. It can inhabit you fucking what? Yep. Well, we had some people in mind that, that everyone else doesn't need. You're promising a greater demon a vessel. Yep. And that you would free it. Maybe. It said it would return from where it came from. Honey, a lot of people say a lot of really dumb things to get what they want. <laughs> Where's the demon? XYZ. <laughs> no, no. The other demon. The one that travels with you. Yes. How did you let this happen? I was <laughs> muted. Bullshit. <laughs> I failed the will save. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> I called you a brother. I said I would hunt with you. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Chad's gonna fucking pass out. <laughs> and the whole thing's gone. All right. Well, since you made a pact, wasn't signed, but I mean, a verbal agreement with a demon. Oh, that's probably what the paper is. Shit. <laughs> so, you said it was at least captive? Yes. Right now it is captured and trapped. 
has been trapped for 70 years. 70 years? Jesus. How has nobody found this goddamn thing? Good question. Well, there was a cult living out in front of it that was trying to summon a demon. Ah, they've probably been using cannon fodder to prevent anyone from coming there. They said they were using his blood. So a cult bound a demon to a rock. We're going to assume you told me about the rock. Mm -hmm. Bound a demon to his rock. Let his mortal form decay so they would just be able to siphon his negative energy, which is now tainted the land. Yes. And they were using his blood and his essence to open portals with human sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> but that just sounds like a ruse. A ruse? Hmm. Pull the bolt back too. Do you know where the blacksmith is that he's hiring you to find? We don't have a name yet. It's in Johan. Wait. Johan. You guys are in. You hear him flipping through a book. Mother of God. Is that a 10, 12, like a 1200 headed Hydra? Guys, I need its teeth. Give me a minute. Click. (laughs) (laughs) We were brothers. I called you a brother. Snake. <laughs> I definitely started channeling my inner snake there for a minute. Yes. Oh. Totally unintentional, but I've always kind of viewed Aaron as the pseudo solid snake ranger. It basically is. <laughs> mm. Oh, Colonel. <clears throat> so, we unintentionally made up verbal verbal pact with the demon. Well, technically, I did. <coughs> you guys did not, if that makes any sense. But generally, you all agreed to do it. Mm. By the way, you notice the name of the blacksmith. Like, the blacksmith's uh, surname has appeared on that contract. <laughs> fjord. Like, the Nordish Fjord. F-J-O-R-D. N, like the letter, and then the German pronunciation of weld, weld, W-E-L-D. Fjordenveld. 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 Alright. We're looking for a man with the last name Fjordenveld. Tie-ins, baby, tie-ins. <laughs> oh. Do you remember Chad? I'm looking if I have that name written down. No, no, not, not you, Chad. I mean, Mac. Mac, do you remember the last name, Fjordenveld? It's back of my head. I oh, get I bad, bad condensations. <laughs> I got him. What, what? Oh yeah, baby. I got tie-ins upon tie-ins upon tie-ins for this storyline, baby. Wait, you might be able to help us. I know! What do you think? Yeah. I know! Alright. So... But you just know the last name. Yeah. So we're looking for a man named Fjordenveld. Mm-hmm. Fjordenveld. Yep. Veld. Fjordenveld. 
It's supposed to be a play on Forge and Weld, yeah. but it's a little more Nordish. A little more, more a little Scandinavian. Johan. Nope, there's Valentina. And then there's a certain port town you've been talking about. <laughs> it's spelled Johan, though. We call it the Port of John because it's a toilet joke, but it's spelled the Port of Johan. Time to go to the port of oh, Johan. <laughs> yeah, right. We got other stuff to do in Johan. See, tie-in quest lines, everybody. Yep. <laughs> Isn't it cool to finally have something that leads into another thing that's not storyline related? Yeah. Since, since we're in town, do we want to take a rest overnight before? Heading? Not yet. It's still midday, oh, and okay. you guys are still information gathering. In fact, she wanted to go to the Archdruid. Okay. Mm. So, uh, you guys. Oh. 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 <laughs> Chad, mm-hmm. remember when I said it would be make or break? Yeah. Time to see if you learned your lesson. I know. You guys are coming back into Valentina. Mm-hmm. You guys have slowly, like, you did your phone call with Aurin. You guys are sitting in the safe zone waiting for the the undead to calm their, you know, calm the calamity that is their memories, as it were. Mm-hmm. When 200 feet between you and town, between the safe zones, you all notice the little girl you gave the teddy bear to start crossing the line into mm. the red zone. Oh. Thornwebs push. Dude, she's 200 feet away. So. Are you gonna push these horses hard? Yeah. Or I can transform into a bird and fly directly towards her. Can you her. transform to be big enough? Yeah. At least to pull her back. Hurry. You transform her into Rush. an eagle. They have giant eagle because I think you need to be one of those to carry uh, size. Uh. You start turning into a giant eagle. Okay, uh-huh. okay. Um, me and Marie, I guess, Charge. We're, we're charging full gallop. Yep. Mm. I need you guys to basically roll a d4 for me. I'm curious. <laughs> if you roll a two or less, basically, if you roll a three or higher, you're fine. A four. Three. Two. Sarah, you do not reach in time. You would have had you would have taken the longest, so the odds would kind of stack against you. You guys begin getting up to speed. Two hundred feet doesn't sound like a lot, but when it's a little girl on the mm-hmm. line with a teddy bear, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you guys see as an undead begins to <coughs> grab her and begins running away from town. You see her like family like running out past the line before the husband grabs the wife and drags her back. She's kicking and screaming, my baby, my baby, no, let me go after her. As an undead is basically pseudo-connecting with the ground, almost like ground walking and running away. I need you guys to do me another D4. Before it goes fully out of the way, I'm going to cast Hunter Mark at my max spell level, which I believe is level 3, so that it'll last for at least 48 hours. Sarah doesn't make it. Fuck. Fuck, I don't either. Mm. It, wor- 
worked exactly as I intended. You notice the undead travels into the ground with a little girl in his hands and a teddy bear where she was taken. Your Hunter's Mark is now going to persist for 48 hours. However, if you cast Hunter's Mark on anything else, she's gone. Can I transform into something that can dig? <clears throat> Sarah. Huh? Chad will be able to tell you guys, basically, like, as soon as she goes underground, basically Actually, they just start going leave, into town. Does it leave plane? No. It just begins traveling away from town to what you can only assume is a nest. Oh, mm. fuck. <laughs> so before, uh, basically I get off, grab the teddy bear. And you, I just imagine mid-gallop you lean down and pick it up or something. Yeah. Even just stab it with an arrowhead to grab it. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you guys barely pull into town before the undead like scramble back. And you obviously, your horse like ran through and you like untransformed from your giant eagle. Wow, that event went exactly as I planned it. I made it pretty fair. 50-50 chance several times in a row. But if I hadn't warned him and taught him to do that earlier, I don't think he would have known and that little girl would have just been lost to the undead. I guess you could consider this an urgent side quest for the town. <clears throat> You see the family basically crying in the corner, like with like just like the the wife and mom is inconsolable. I walk up to them and I give it to Teddy Bear and I go, I will bring him back. How? <laughs> How She's gone. My baby. She's assuming knowing undead I know they were, they're not going to turn her immediately turn her you know they'll probably eat her before they turn her you're lucky what's left of her corpse will be shambling if she turns mm-hmm. how far away are they uh, how far can your hunters mark track at level 3 Chad I just know if I cast it it's like By the way, I wasn't totally planning, oh, like, expecting her to get kidnapped, if that makes sense. So, third and fourth level, you can maintain your concentration on that spell for up to eight hours when you use the spell. Oh, shit, it's eight hours. Ooh, even worse, Chad. So that definitely means you guys don't get any breaks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You choose your creatures. It actually doesn't Just says whenever you hit, it's a little bonus. Um, I have advantage on wisdom, well, perception and survival checks to make to find it. Um, yeah, it doesn't per se say I can't. It just says I can basically. Basically, I just know where it is. Exactly where or general. Um. <clears throat> Target drops. So, Chad, you can't cast any other spells. You are basically using all your concentration to keep this girl in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's specifically the spell I already used, so it's fair. Mm-hmm. 
just says I mystically mark it as required until the spell ends. And I deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target. Ooh. So I want to say that under the, the that wording that as long as it's on the same I plane could, of existence. I was about to say, that's the only thing I know. I could have swore I knew that was that it's And we can honest. say that now that you've hunters marked it with your ranger ability, you can track it up to it's, like several miles. It's kind of like the way I've always viewed hunters mark. By the way, I'm stepping away, so I'm just gonna speak a little louder. Um, with with you being a ranger casting hunters mark, it's like hunters mark marks it, gives you the bonuses, and because it's your favorite enemy, you can track it up to that. You know it's yeah. where it would go. Well, my my assumption is. When tracking, it's basically like uh, a radio collar. It doesn't exactly show you where it is. It just shows you the general area. But you know it's 30 miles that way. Right. <clears throat> Sorry, just making sure there are no ants in my water before I pull it. Don't blame you. I have a feeling there's probably a better explanation. It's just the spell book I have doesn't... It says the same thing in mine. Yeah, so... I'm assuming it just means so long as they're on the same plane of existence. Oh. Needed water? I needed something. I was my uh, all those carbs had my throat quenched. Or supply up we're going out. Mm-hmm. You're like, we have eight hours to find this little girl before she becomes And you kind of I imagine word it maybe really lowly. And he just said it's his word, like, I will find your daughter. So Gorax now made a promise that I hope he can keep. I'd say pretty fact he said he'd find her. He never said if he'd find her dead or alive. I mean, there's a hint of promise, like, I'll find her, I, I promise. I try to bring her back alive. Gorax, like... But you don't want to tell her, like, her daughter's as good as dead. But, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. Plus, we don't know which... Plus, I have a feeling. What a feeling. We're going in the right direction. Oh, you're very wrong. You're not going anywhere near the port of John. (laughs) I'm going the opposite way. All right, which way are we going? I now just feel like singing Separate Ways by Journey. (laughs) 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 Uh, It's a a shame I don't... So, I'm assuming we quickly supply up and you guys, um, we're gonna say I get you guys don't have any time for a short rest. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, you do have time for a short rest, but you don't know if That's it'll impede your yeah. investigation yeah. and getting there. Yeah, um, so. We'll say you guys quickly buy like one or two. You basically redo the potions you bought and you buy another like holy vial of whatever. Mm-hmm. Boom! Automatically deducted from your funds that I know you have. I know you can all afford it. Boom! You guys are ready to go. However, this is not going to be a clean and simple uh, way. Gorak, um, I almost want to imagine you, you you've, you've hunted undead before. Mm-hmm. You examine hole. your map. You notice uh, the hunter's mark has appeared on your map, and it's kind of auto-filled in a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know there's no safe zones between here and where it's hiding. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh. At least I can fly above it. 
like, not. James says, I will make something happen, he says. Uh, yeah, that face. Yeah, those eyes just said, I'd love to see you try. <laughs> Do we have any other choice? We just saw that. We have no other choice. We might as well try and do a good thing before we do an evil thing. Yeah, And what do you mean evil? It's not exactly evil. Only 10% It's a fact with a demon. <laughs> you seem to think that if that demon doesn't return to where he came from, that he's going to walk freely here. Remind me to tell you the story about teeth. Remember to remind me of the story of us two long ago, before time, and saved. Don't you remember our legends? Real, all of them. Yeah. So why did hey, you remember how the tieflings were made, Marie? You fuck a demon! <laughs> or a demon fucks you. <laughs> we have a tiefling! What are you so worried about? You worry about everything. Maybe. I'm Undead are easy. Tick, talk. Okay. Tick, I'm assuming we're doing we're not having this argument on the horses, but you know. What, you're just casually having this tieflings and demons raped people conversation <laughs> in the middle of hostile territory? I, I think know. not. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. Okay. So I need everybody to give me an animal handling check. Part of basically guaranteed past this one, so I won't, unless you crit fail. Plus nine I get. I got a 19. Eight, yeah. 17. Uh, at least I got wisdom bonus. Yeah. Uh, eight. Ouch. My horse likes me. Uh, Chad, we're gonna say you're in favorite terrain. You get an advantage on this. Not necessarily the animal handling part, but just... Uh, 16. Cool. Much better. You guys, um... I figured animal handling would be a bit better for traversing with your horses over long distances rather than a short burst, because you guys are basically keeping your horse under control for the duration under high stress. The other one was whether or not you can get your horse up to speed fast enough to cover 200 feet. Mm -hmm. So... You guys begin uh, following Gorak's lead because he knows where the hunter's mark is. He knows where the den is, or it may not even be a den. You just know it's where that undead took the girl. Mm -hmm. The first leg of the trip goes pretty smooth. You start out pacing the undead, just huffing it. You guys aren't even... You guys are... I like to imagine her standing up in your stirrups, letting the horse just run, and you guys are just basically bouncing in rhythm, trying to uh, minimize the amount of impact you're taking. You're doing the, the standing ride, basically. Mm -hmm. You're about third of the way there. So let's see if you get into any trouble. Because I'm not the kind of guy who wants to just... Let us get there without... So, well... I don't want to just say I force you into it either because you're on a strict time crunch and this is a several hour ride. Yeah. Everyone roll for initiative. 17. 12. You guys are doing mounted combat. No getting off your horse. Mm, 6. 17. 6. Um, 12. I mean, 
12, 6. I'm shocked. You usually go first. Sarah, you notice several shambling dead in your way. You have enough time to maybe ready a spell on your staff and do a pass and a strike. Mm-hmm. Ice bolt. You want to use ice bolt? Yep. Level 2, original. You want to use it? It's a second level spell? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Do I make a deck save? Or is it a ranged spell attack? Deck save, yep. It fails. Yay. I still get my natural plus four to damage on these guys. Uh, does it do uh, AoE damage at all, or is it single? Single. Okay. There's three shambling dead in total, by the way. Three or four. Or yeah, four. They're, ba- they, they're your average decrepit corpse that are so coming basically, at you. So basically, we can basically one-shot these things. You should be able to one-shot them or run through them. We can remove Demon Lord. Oh, I've been calculating that long. Cool. <laughs> oh, dear. So, Sarah, roll your damage. Every, every minute you take is another minute you can't save that little girl. Thirteen. Nice. Does it take any special damage at all? Cold damage. Well, we need that. Okay, <laughs> Gorak. Advantage. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, 25. Yeah. Roll your second attack. 14. That hits still. So roll the damage on your first attack. your energy and you f- you watch as it basically strikes the the zombie I assume you're attacking the same zombie she did. yeah and you watch as the uh, the illithid energy bolt basically starts turning it to dust you notice that it oh it didn't do necrotic damage to the undead it hmm. instead just nullified it so now roll you already hit the other one so just roll the damage for the other one. I pretty much figured you would kill that one. Uh, five plus eight. Another 13 damage. Yep. You guys, uh, base, I imagine she, you guys basically like drew your horses to a moment, maybe are doing like a small circle and then attacking them. But Reed. Mm-hmm. You have your now javelins. Yeah. You, have, you have your silvered spear, you have your javelins you can throw, or you could do... A mounted swipe. Let's say, don't you also have your longbow still? Yep. No, I'm gonna use a mounted swipe, my sword. Oh wait, I have a question. Are you gonna be uh, a, a sword cavalryman, or are you gonna be like a hussar and spear them? <laughs> them being undead. See, that's about, how much does, a, does the silver damage bonus actually do against undead? Uh, it would prevent them from not taking damage. Because Vengeance is still 2d6 plus 10. It is. Plus 1d10 plus 5. It is. So I... I was um, just saying, I think Spears... Um, I'm assuming I destroyed one, she destroyed one, and then this is the last one he's about to just No, no. Nope. 
Nope, you've only killed one so far. No, I thought we killed two. Nope. Mm. Do I get disadvantage if I use the sword? Yes. Mm. If I use the spear, do I get just You regular? can attack, yeah. The if spear basically has range. You can kind of brace it and stab. Whereas the sword, you'd have to like lean off and try not to... If it gets hooked, you're staying on and the horse is going to keep going. If I use the spear, I can still do my two attacks, right? Correct. You okay. could do like passing blows. Okay. However, I do think... I think you technically still... Because you're not good at mounted combat, there's something you take a negative to, but we're going to ignore that this time. Okay. Because I don't know the full rules on mounted combat, like that's what the cavalier is designed to do, mm -hmm. where you get bonuses to mounted combat, and if you don't have the mounted combat feat, you're kind of you're lesser. But it doesn't matter. Okay, uh, Nat seventeen's gonna hit. Yep. my first attack. I'm almost just gonna say you you basically speared and killed the first one, so roll your second attack for the third and final one. Mm -hmm. And twelve and uh, uh, seventeen with mods would still hit, right? Yep. Okay. So roll your damage for your silvered spear, plus strength. Yeah, one d eight plus five. That's including my strength mod. So cool. Thirteen damage, silver. So I killed one, damaged the other. <coughs> or. No, there it is. Hey. Mac, you leave a lasting wound on it that it succumbs to. Ooh, nice. We'll say that against these basic shambling undead, your silvered spear, the silver actually did like a, almost like a long sort of wounding kind of thing. It did a, a mm. lingering damage that would have affected it on its turn that it, like kind of like werewolf wound or anything. Nice. Um, that leaves one left, which... Um, basically, those of you in the last of the turn order... I saw my bonus action Thorn Whip. I forgot. You could have, yeah. For shit! Roll for damage. Or yeah. roll to hit. Mm -hmm. 19. Roll for damage. Uh, 2d6. Okay. <laughs> 2d8. 6. 7, 5, 12. Plus your... Plus 5. Yeah, that's it. You only rolled 7? Yeah. Plus five, then twelve. The DM does not want this encounter of basic undead to go any longer than it needs to. Sarah. Yeah? You notice the green gem overrides your thorn whip at this time. <laughs> you feel an almost like a radiance of sort come out of your thorn whip and it sears the undead as you lash at it. So. The last zombie dies and you guys continue on. I like to imagine you all just basically like he just rode to the side and she just and you just just skewered them and left their and bodies. It's just in that a hump. silence. Just he's got the map in one hand and the bone, the staff for the bone in the other. Yep, and he's just do -dum, do -dum, do -dum, do -dum. like this is probably the most you have ever seen Korak actually. This is Gorak in full bounty hunter mode. He is chasing a target. He's not, but he's here to save it this time. He's in that <laughs> that weird. I normally kill people. Damn it! This is not my job. <laughs> <laughs> now he's remembering a bone crusher clan training in the fight undead. Yeah. Yay! 
main character in the building! Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, everybody give me another animal handling. A little bit better, 14. Four plus 13. Oh dear, a seven. Technically, 15. you have advantage Wait. because you're traveling with a ranger. Oh. 17, actually. Ranger danger! A 15. Much Aha! better. You guys are now entering the second leg of your journey. You are now... You guys were originally traveling through the the hollows of the dead forest where everything was sandy gray and decaying. And you guys are slowly returning to where the, the light... Like, the ground itself has life. It's returned to actual dirt and not just the sand of death. There's, it's no longer just detritus and the minute portions of remaining undead squelching the very nutrients of life from the ground. This is actual, almost serviceable ground. However, the trees themselves are still marked with red runes and I like to imagine you guys are basically using simple cantrips or your bows to ward off simpler threats. Mm-hmm. Even ones that are far off, like Mac, you... Firebolt. Firebolting things. Sarah, you might just be thorn-whipping things in the face, and that face spirit of yours is using its slightly more... Augmented? Augmented abilities to give your thorn-whip the ability to fend Silver? off undead. <laughs> I like the idea of giving her something that's really simple, very druidy, and just making it usable. Mm-hmm. So how close are we? Are we about halfway? She's, he says second leg of the journey. Everybody roll a d20, but it's not initiative. 17. Nine. Seven. So, Gorak, you see... A small band of undead heading off a narrow chokehold in front of you. Mm-hmm. You being the first to recognize this of your party members, you have a swift moment to decide how to deal with this obstacle. So there's a four here? or There's just a, like a cluster of about four or five right here blocking your path. Is there anything that's causing us not to be able to go around them? It's like a narrow like rock path. You guys are, you guys are entering a chokehold. See any rocks or anything above them? Give me a give me a quick perception check. Like add your wisdom. Nine. With your wisdom? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't notice any rocky outcrops you could use to potentially pelt them with boulders. Although you understand, if you were to drop rocks on them, you would see you're only a pathway. Uh, so even if you saw any big enough, it's like that would work, but it wouldn't be what I need. You have one more chance before I pass it to the next person. No, I'm going to pass it to somebody. Fireball. Or your fire attack. Tell me Sarah goes first. Yeah. Sarah! I have an idea, Sarah. Hold on, Mac. Let's tsunami, see what she comes up with. Tsunami, then? No, let Sarah come up with an idea to slay the five zombies all on her own. Blight. You want to cast Blight on them? That's a pretty high-level spell, considering what you might need. You might have a lower-tier spell that can do what you want. Call lightning. I uh, like a low tier spell, Sarah. That's oh, not random. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Spell. You used it before. 
tidal wave? Yes. Is that a first level spell? That's a second level spell. S Sarah? Mm -hmm. Third, actually. Ooh, I haven't used that one before. Let's do it. No, 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 no. That was, that's one thing you could do. It's along the same lines of what Chad was thinking. If you were, it's a druid spell. Okay. However, that was technically the DM's thing, so I'm not going to count that just yet. But I know she can do it. What do you got here, Sarah? Well, what do you got on your cards on that? Ooh, wait. Actually, is that even a druid spell? It technically doesn't say it is or it isn't, so I'd allow it because it's elemental, but... That's what I was like, Sarah, what else you got? Flame blade, thorn whip. Something that doesn't AOE is what I was thinking. Yeah. Call lightning? Or like moonbeam? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Would moonbeam kill them all in one go? It's a AOE attack that arranges the range of wherever the moon is shining. Or wherever she directs it. Come on, Sailor Moon. We're going to say that this totally works. It's actually just really cool. You're just like, Pardeth! I don't know. How would you say this? There's a narrow, rocky corridor filled with undead. Pardeth, wipe them out. Pardeth, what do you say? I don't know what the moon does. I was going to say, Pardeth, what's something you would say as you conjure the moon into a very narrow ravine and begin smiting undead? Come here, beautiful moonlight. Beautiful, lifelike moon. Works for me, totally part of like. You guys notice as a literal, almost like spotlight of moon dust and moon beams trail the ravine in front of you as a vanguard as you are passing through the ashen dust of undead. <laughs> you literally are just watching or like undead bodies spontaneously combust into orange and gray bursts in front of you. I actually was thinking him doing like magic missile and I was like, oh wait, we got Dude, we, I was like, Sarah, I know you got something that's really low level that can do this, the radiant damage. Mm -hmm. Or you could just do what he wanted in a spell form. I was telling her to use Earth Tremor. Just because oh. rocks. Yeah. But So yeah, you guys, you guys are riding through the ravine with her concentrating on what's up. Oh, you had this like. No, I was just thinking I got I got two in a character while thinking. <laughs> so yeah, you guys are smash. Orc. The orc is slowly kicking in. So there you go. Part of concentrated on that moonbeam the whole time, all these undead just dying through her. I like the idea that she's actually getting into full druid. She's just like, kill the abominations! Smite them using her circles icon. This is an alien <coughs> life, not death. I like to imagine she's just like got her spear up, just channeling like almost like the reflection, just mm -hmm. smiting things. It's so cool. And then you remember that her fucking horse's name is what? Nightmare? Oblivion? Nightshade or something like that? No, no, no. Nemesis! Nemesis. <laughs> she's literally got a horse named after, like. Uh, she's so just <laughs> great. Okay. Holy crap, it's been an hour already. Holy shit. What? Dang, just from that. Oh, 
Well, we bullshit a little bit. A little bit. Basically talking about who we're going to sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. To so, David. I'm assuming we're halfway. You're now down. entering the third leg of your journey. <laughs> However, we're going to say that Parda's radiance, she's basically just sweeping moonbeam across the thing, keeping oh. all the threats away. Let's say, oh, she can just move it, right? Yep. Yeah, she's basically just actively moving it. No, she's with just maintaining She's basically just keeping now. it out in front of us while I pay attention. To yep, that. or she's like sweeping off threats on your yeah. flanks and whatnot with just a, a beam of light. I don't need to move Nemesis that much. He knows what to do. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Michael. Sorry. So, let us see, let us see. So the third one, you are finally in an area where you guys are... Craggy rocks. You guys are in high elevation compared to where you used to be. You're staring into like a gradually descending, not quite ravine, but you are definitely going to be descending in elevation. Hmm. You are getting closer mm-hmm. to the dead. This is uh, mountainous, which he's not actually good in. What's he good in? Forest, grasslands, and underdark. You're getting closer to the underdark, my friend. Okay. And is it alright if I cast? Um, another spell before we start going into the den of things. Of course. Yeah, you're going to probably not be able to use Moonbeam much longer. Stone skin. Well, don't do it just yet. You're not in the den yet. Okay. And now, to totally rip off another hit PS4 video game. No, 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 I'm not going to actually rip off Days Gone. As much as I'd love to send a giant horde of fast-moving zombies 100 deep at you, that would just be insane. If they all have 5 HP, that's okay. <laughs> but if they all have as much HP as they do in the freaking game, you're screwed. Yeah, all right. Sleet Storm! Let them all slip! That would work, actually. Yes, <laughs> it would. <laughs> the one time Sleet Storm would work. A 60 by 60 by, t- like, 120 foot cone. They would all basically, like, turn to ice and then instantly slip and shatter. <laughs> All right, Sarah, keep that in mind. I may have you use that. We might be getting chased out. <laughs> we might have to have a little girl on horseback, and you're just going to basically cast Sleet Storm at the entrance of the den and watch all the undead slip and fall like a comedy show. That might happen. We'll yeah. see what happens when you get there. Now that I mentioned we'll Sleet Storm. We'll see how long the actual thing takes. Huh? We'll see how long the actual thing takes. Right? All right, you guys. You approach the den. A rocky mouth, jagged, as though a stone titan's tomb lie beneath. Stalactites formed at the entrance, resembling that of a maw of a demon. A small scrap of cloth lay torn on one of its teeth, in quotes. How you close know, is the hunter torch? A couple hundred feet below. You know that it leads through here, though. Bring, 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 bring. What? Don't, did you just what hour? In? <laughs> <laughs> yes, He's super sir. focused right now. He doesn't know, and he also doesn't know who's calling. No, no, you know. It's like, call from Alrin Ranger Extreme. Y- yes. <laughs> yes, Alrin. Sorry, that thing took like ten minutes to kill. Probably my greatest challenge this month. <laughs> I don't know what to say when you're super focused like this because it's like. Did you figure out anything on your demon pact yet? 
Got some undead to deal with first. Undead? What happened? Little girl is kidnapped. Oh shit, fam. Say no more. I'll call you back in like five minutes. You're a ranger. This should be no problem for you. Click. I was gonna You're now going to get it done in four, just to impress him. <laughs> no, he's just... The, Gorak's just that pissed because it's like, oh, fuck off an undead got away with something like this. Yep. In front of him. Yep. That's why he basically doesn't even care. He just sees the cloth grabs and just keeps walking into the mall, not paying attention. No, no, are you are you walking or are you still on your horse? Um, you we know that you would have to dismount. Okay. I'm assuming he, Gorak was the like literally while the horse was galloping, go, going out of a gallop, he jumps off and starts walking towards it. He probably slapped it on its hind haunch to send it to safety. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is probably the most you've ever seen him focused, especially since he has to concentrate on this fucking spell. It's quite dark in here, and there's no natural illumination. It's a good thing you all have dark vision. Yes, yes it is. Man, isn't it wonderful to not have a human in this party that doesn't have dark vision? <laughs> Puny humans. <laughs> Actually, I don't think you've ever had a human in this party that didn't have dark vision. Well, he technically did, but that's because he took his tea for it. That's right, I did. No, I meant. Yeah, he did. Little man. Only because of the dragon stuff. His previous character. He was an elf. Oh, he was an elf. But you'd never know that. <laughs> so, into the mall you go. Pale shades of black and white and gray illuminating the walls. He's just basically got the bow half pulled ready to go. The heavy stench of carrion and maggots assail your nose. He just takes the scarf and just goes up. Still skin. You're going to cast Stone Skin? Yep. What does Stone Skin do, dear Parda? He gives the spell target, has resistance to non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Does it increase your armor class at all? Nope. At least you don't get clawed to death anymore. Mm-hmm. She, she has resistance to it now. Right? Yeah, she takes half damage. Yeah, yeah, the scarf that he's been wearing covering up the mark, he just puts a little bit over his nose and he just goes... You hear the squelching of torn flesh. You know it is not the quarry you seek, but perhaps a different, less alive. As you near the corner to a nearby corn-like cavern, you find four clawed undead feasting on the entrails of a large humanoid. It appears they'd ripped out its throat to prevent it from screaming, then dragged it. (laughs) How many? Two? There's four of them. You recognize the body, by the way, as that of, like, a a cave troll. He's going There's some silent planning at the table, but he's he's doing that. I should be saying what I'm doing. He does the hand motion for either axe or bow. Oh, for I point you and I go. And just basically, I, I want to say that I like get in front of him and then I kneel down with my sword so that he could shoot over me into. You basically got. You're providing him partial cover. Yes. 
Okay. Are you prepping like firebolt or something for a ranged assault? I'm prepping. Yeah, fine. Yeah, we'll do firebolt for a ranged assault. Parda, are you standing on the other side of Vareed's huge shield and also preparing like an elemental spell of some kind? Oh, it's gonna become an elemental, but okay. No, no, like like a fire spell. Yeah, I do or... have wall of fire. Ice bolt, something. Flame blade, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say any. Any ranged spell attack that you could cast as a ring. Oh, or ice, ice, ice dagger. Ice yeah. Or ice dagger. That's a great spell. Level two. Basically, once everybody's set, he pulls his bow and gets ready. Everybody roll to attack. 19! 20! Three. <laughs> 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 I had something cool I was going to say when I released it, but it's like, no, <laughs> Serious it was, and it's all gone. Chad, you have advantage. Reroll, for fuck's sake. Still sucks. Oh, for fuck's sake. 19, 20. I got a three. Listen here, you fucker. We're trying to have a super serious moment here. So if you How do does this Hold the fuck on. You threw that as an angle, pal. No. Do you mind we're trying to save a little girl here live on camera? Can you at least give me something to work with? Sure, boss. I'm going to kill her. Oh, well, aren't you a cheeky little mistress? Aren't you? <laughs> Goodbye. Please work. <laughs> Crit. Can we just say I did a 20? What was it? It's a 3. What the hell? What is with everything only being one better than it was last time? <laughs> Then roll your other dice. Roll that it again. 16. No, no, roll it again. It was a six this time. What's that? You rolled a 19? That means we're like, we just want to say it was a 19. Good God. So, what super cool thing were you planning, Chad? I was just going to whisper, loose. And just basically just bombard both into one, the closest one. Make your second attack roll. This time he crits. Uh, 10. So it'll be 20. That sounds like a 20 to me. Hmm. So you all hit. So here's the thing. To, to give you the, uh, the, the illusion of awesome, you basically see these things with their heads down and this, this troll's sides digging into its ad- abdomen. And you just hear this... As blood spills down, and you notice like the that pale like reflection of light in their eyes as they realize you're there, and then you just just spill them onto the sides of the cave wall with not a sound uttered by them. By the way, that felt so good to reenact with the sound and everything. <laughs> Visceral, just oh meaty. Too much for us, Disney. I. I'm so good at it, though. I'm good at making eating sound effects. That's why I said it's like he goes loose, does his tune, and I'm expecting them almost to. You base all of you just did it at once, where you just like I like to imagine you knocked two arrows that went into two yeah. skulls, and they just. She used what did you use? Fan of knives or? Yeah, no, uh, ice bolt. Basically, you two launched your your partner element bolts, where you just sear instead of blaze, and the other one just like turns to ice and falls back and shatters and melts. <laughs> Leaving Nary a sign save for the 
partially decaying, dead, mauled cave troll. Does it look dead enough, or do uh, we well, I was going to say, oh, it's dead, but Gorak, with your expertise on undead, I imagine you'll perform a ritual or an action of some kind that will prevent this cave troll from coming back. Uh, I was just going to simply just make the axe and just chop its head off. Works for me. You make the axe and you chop its head off clean. He just basically points, uh, is there any path that I see after I've cut the head off? By the way, Chad, because you killed two things, you get HP back. <laughs> How much? Uh, it should say on your bow card. I think it's uh, four per kill. Uh, it's four HP to kill you. So you got eight more HP from killing them. Mm-hmm. Actually, you should be up 12 because, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, he did. <coughs> so, seven See, oh. that's actually coming back to help him a lot. 72 then. Right. Yeah, see? I'm almost back to full HP. Now you see why I gave that to you. Yeah. It's super useful against low tier undead that you'd be fighting. Mm-hmm. So uh, after I've caught the head, uh, the head of the troll and I focus on Hunter's Mark again, which direction is it? Yeah, you. It would be the way you guys came. You guys happened to notice that and you didn't want them to sound it. So I basically point towards where we came from and start Continue heading, heading down. You guys notice, you, you, you come down, uh, you see a sheer drop of about 30 or 40 feet. Do we still have our capes or no? Um, technically, yes. You should all still have your capes. <laughs> oh, yeah, your character never had a cape. Yeah. You could hold, ask Fareed to hold you tight and Mary Poppins your way down. <laughs> Does my manta ray also have my other cape? I can or have both capes on me still? What I'm assuming happened is that your cape, because it's magical, might have just taken... It probably assimilated its ability. Cool, so I have the natural cape plus the other cape? Technically, your magic cape, your squire cape that we've gotten Fused. rid of the voice of, they just, he basically absorbed the manta ray thing. Oh, okay. We'll just say they're that kind of cool. Yay. Yeah. So you have, you still have your levitating cloaks, your cloak probably still wants to obtain all the cats in the world. Yours is still your we just errant never, We squire. just don't talk to them. We in, just don't talk to them because... We don't I talk to them in, care, in recording anymore. No, because I only did that to further... That way you guys wouldn't feel left alone when Brandon had a cloak that made fun of him and tried to reveal more of his backstory. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you. Uh, we're going to say for this, you're like, she's down there. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, I don't have a cape to jump down. And then he's like, just hold my hand. And then he just jumps off. You're like, what the fuck? Okay, this is Actually, weird. it's one of those things where it's like, I can assume we've just sort of quietly discussed what the cave's doing. He just, I just he's probably on. mentioned it in yeah. passing sometime. So I just basically grab onto, actually, I would assume just grab how heavy my character is, it's basically just holding onto their hands while they go mm-hmm. slide down. Yeah, well, you're well. literally Mary, being Mary Poppins. <laughs> you guys slowly descend. As you just levitate down slowly and land with nary a peep. Mm-hmm. I need you all to give me a stealth roll. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Twelve. <laughs> Damn, I thought I took it Stuff is dex, right? So fourteen. Mm. Shit! What'd you we do? Crit. Failed. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. You just screamed okay, so at the bottom? Okay, so what I assume happened is... You screamed at the bottom. <laughs> what happened is, while we were going down, about 5-10 feet before we hit the ground, just because 
that isn't enough to take damage if I remember right. You slipped. My hand slipped and I hit the ground. No, it's not why actually. No. Mm-hmm. Nope, you guys landed just fine. Uh, Mac, what'd you roll? I rolled the five. And you actually have disadvantage. So you no, you said this armor doesn't Wait, have disadvantage. That one has... Un- no, it's never mind. I was gonna say we can say your favorite terrain. I was gonna say you're not you're technically in a cavern. I don't know if caverns technically count as underdark, but we can say you're in favorite terrain again. Only because it's undead in here, I would assume. Yeah, we'll just say it's like it's favored terrain because of favored enemies. Yeah. It's a den of undead. Better. Sixteen. Then because, Mac, you're with a ranger, yeah. you have advantage right now. Try it again. Just don't crit fail. A nineteen. Okay. You guys land and see before you a. Why did the word caldera come to mind? <laughs> Got volcanoes on the brain. You'll have to forgive me. So there's. We'll say a domed. Un- I think caldera actually is the right word. It's an it underground. It's an underground orb like or dome formation. However, there's no lava in here, so I think that technically nullifies it as the C word, and it has another subterranean name. So we'll just say you're in, a, you know, you're in an ex- uh, an exposed cavern, underground, maybe sixty feet by fifty feet. I just realized. Do we see any way to get out or no? just took a plunge 40 feet. We can climb the wall. Not fast enough. Then I can create water and water walk on it. Sarah, are you talking this loud in game? Because if you are, you need to give I'm me not, a stealth check. I, was, I wasn't doing this, but yeah, I just realized that. Uh, 13 plus 2. 15. You were whispering it. Okay. The only reason I say that is because you guys cut me off before I could finished describing the room. Sorry. A sea of nesting undead. Writhing labored on breaths. As you see them laying upon the floor. Anxious. Teeming. Writhing. Crawling over one another for sustenance. Some cannibalizing. You see on a perch high above what you could only describe as a feeding ground. You know she's up there. And you know she's alive. You can hear her whimpering. Can I transform into a giant eagle to go get her? I really would. Okay. Would a spider affect them? The what? We should be able to turn into a giant spider. She might be able to do that as long as she's careful. I motion to her basically. Become a spider? How am I gonna get her though? Okay. All right. Can I? Do I roll to become a giant spider or? No. Okay. Itsy bitsy spider climbs over the shambling undead, climbing to get the little girl without getting spotted. <laughs> Over the perch she climbs and finds the little girl and the little girl nearly cries at the sight of her spider form. Hello. I, I'd like you to imagine right now if you saw a giant eight-foot yeah, widow 
hanging on a cave ceiling as it waves its front talon at you. Honestly, I just was like, okay, Sarah, are you going to climb close and then... Yep. Use a spider web to be her up. Oh my fucking god, I'd, just, I'd die. <laughs> I would... I would... I'm getting super serious Shelob vibes and I'm not okay with that. <laughs> Hey, it works. It's ten times the tinsel strength, and we'll be able to pull her up. It's true. Are you going to, like... You know what? Are you doing it as the spider? She or? has to. Can you see her? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Vareed. Yeah? Try to send message. To... You can kind of see where she's at. Okay, so I can send the message to the You know her name. You can send it to her by that. Just say what you're gonna say. Just, like, cause you whisper it, you're just like, she's with us. Spider's, spider's with us. You, you can say it louder, but you know. uh, the, the, the spider's with us, we're here to rescue you. She like, reaches out her hand. She's like, it's very scary. Are you sure you can get me out of here? <laughs> Basically, it's like she just like she's like all nervous, but she approaches you, Parda, and she kind of gives you her hand. Now is the time you like web her. Basically, you like get on top of her. You I imagine like you do her mouth first to prevent her from screaming because she probably didn't realize you were gonna web her up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then you just grab, attach her to your your thorax, mm-hmm. and. And she can climb up to the top yeah, and then she can put a web down for out. us, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Or you guys could, I mean, depending, I think Giant Spider, yeah, you would have to crawl up and you'd have to leave a web down and create a web at the top. I'm so assuming she do that. She cl- she, I'm basically assuming she climbed back. She Give me a stealth check, Sarah. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. She just tried, didn't she? Oh, yeah, she did. I knew it's literally just, you don't hear anything. She like it's like you can't see me. Even even see better, me. I like to imagine maybe she stepped on a loose rock and she just webbed it <laughs> mid air and caught it with like a string. Making the spider way more dexterous than it actually would be. What? Making the spider way more dexterous than it actually would be, but still awesome. Well, it's Sarah. I know. So yeah, Sarah, you web her up, you climb back down, and you see you start crawling up the hole. And I'd like to imagine you like leave one line, strand it. And you start leaving one, and then you create like a little mini web at the top, and you set her down. And would you revert out of spider form now that you're at the top and left them a line to climb? Yeah. Boom, you turn into a normal Pardo, which is maybe a foot taller than she is, and you open up the spider's web and tell her to keep quiet. Mm. Honestly? Nah. My spider web is strong enough. We're, just, we're climbing a You're all pretty for fucking us. strong. The yeah. is just basically. I was gonna say Mac would practically run up the thing if I let him. He's got <laughs> pretty fucking strength. And Liker just got just a decent enough to where it's just like. No, no. I'm gonna make you do worse. As you guys are climbing, I need you to give me a stealth check. <laughs> Don't roll it in the cigar the way, box. DC. I'm telling you now. Don't roll in the cigar box. Roll. You need to be. A DC 13. Hey, Sarah, it didn't work. What? Mm-hmm. That didn't work either. What'd you get? Um, Mac, what'd you get? I crit failed. Oh, 
Oh my god! Right your advantage. Yeah, do it again. Do it again. Can't be any worse. I got a nine. Well, Matt. I'm assuming he went first. I hope he didn't. <laughs> oh my god. There's no way. He got a two. Alright. Oh, shit. Well, we knew we were going to do the ice thing. <laughs> he got a 19. Oh, jeez. It's just that utter... You guys are climbing. And though you have a strong rope, you don't have strong footing. Mm-hmm. So you guys have had to use a lot of leg strength to pull and walk yourselves up. And occasionally, one of you, namely Mac... <laughs> <laughs> basically kicked the wall every step and started loosing rocks. Wait, he's wearing heavy armor? Yes, he's yeah. wearing... metal boots, and that's what's cut. Well, he's boots. wearing basilisk oh, yeah. stone bone yeah. armor and whatnot, but he's still heavy, wearing heavy equipment, mm-hmm. and all it takes is one wrong crack, right. maybe so halfway up that 20 foot, them. to just have a loud rock drop, and then you have an entire room of undead. That's why I said it's just that... We're used to hearing... A- can I As the use... background noise also makes just utter silence and so, then one screech. Can, can oh I, no. Can I cast my scroll of fire? Not yet. Ball? If ever there was a time to cast a scroll of fireball. You guys are... <laughs> By the way, I've had to stand over here because this is going to be really fucking loud. Mac, you're nearing the top. Maybe... Gorax kicked a few rocks, but you've caught them with your chest, and maybe they were small enough you held on to them. But you, Mac, no, you hit the grand poobah <laughs> of rocks as it goes crack. And then you just hear the horde begin to writhe beneath you and scramble. You're no longer concerned about stealth. You're concerned about getting the fuck Fuck out. I have two suggestions. Mm -hmm. Um, Wall of fire. Yes. Right on the entrance. Just wall of fire the entrance up that thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You guys, I imagine... um, I just grabbed the little girl. Grab the little girl over your arm, axe form, and start booking it. Yeah. yeah we you it. guys start seeing a bunch of, like, long-armed, not bone claws, but just long-armed, like, demi-zombies just crawling out. And that super skin-pulled. Yeah. With long, maybe, like, like eight-inch claws just coming at you, climbing up, scrambling. <laughs> and they just tuck and roll through the fire. They're half on fire, just screeching, just on fire, coming at you guys as you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You notice some of them succumb to the flames and start scrambling desperately as they get trampled by the other hungrier ones. Mm -hmm. Some of them continue on, some don't. You guys get out to the edge of the cave. Um, I need Gorak. Mm -hmm. Um, No, not Gorak. You have your hands full. We'll save you for last. You do you need to maintain concentration on wall of flame to keep it up? Nope. But she, she that's like the best storm. thing about it. What does it do? Uh, let's see. Create a wall of solid surf within range. You can make the wall up to sixty feet long, long, long. When the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dexterity. How deep is it? Throw. It's only one foot 
depth-wise, but it does like 5d8 damage, I think. Hold on. 5d8, yeah, that's exactly Wait, it. so it's one foot thick. Uh-huh. One foot thick, up to 20 feet tall, and you can have it up to 60 feet long. long. See, here's my problem. If it was able, if it was even five foot thick, I would say you could create it wide and then just have it follow you as you guys are leaving. Oh, I wish. I wish you could move. You know it. what? Fuck it. You guys do that. You just, you seal open the mouth of it where they have to come through it. And as you guys are running, you just extend the wall to its maximum length, forcing them to run through. You have some of them just crawling along the ceiling as fast as they can, searing their backs. Some of them succumbing to the pain and falling and turning into ash behind Wait, you. it's a 30 foot tall uh, It's like 20 feet it's tall. 20 feet tall. I meant the pit that coming out of. Well, she's just covering the entrance. Well, here's what well, I was about to say. Instead of covering the entrance, she covers, ba- covers basically the wall that we climbed up, up to the mountain. We're, we're out of that area, Chad. You're we out are, of that. Oh, we're no, out you, of the you guys are, she's got it following the trail you guys are going through. Forcing them to have to either stick to the ceilings or just, she's basically creating a literal line of fire behind you. Several feet thick, 20 feet tall. Basically forcing them to climb after us. If they want food, fucking come and get it, you barbecued lint lickers. <laughs> you actual scum suckers. Kiss my fucking boot. <laughs> so, yeah, Sarah. You're on, a, you're on an elemental roll. You have that empowered fade gem driving your staff today. Increasing all of your damage against undead. Your will to destroy evil is at maximum today. This entire land is driving me at max. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you just, you just hear swaths of them succumbing to wounds, perishing, screeching, trampling. You hear some of them, their semi-charred corpses being dragged down like a zombie cannibal barbecue. <laughs> Others are more keen for real flesh and blood. Fresh meat. Gorak, it's time to mount up. You don't need to roll. I'm pretty sure you just go, Horsey, come on. Nemesis. Sarah? I'm assuming it's almost the cowboy thing where he comes to the back and jumps on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's, I almost, it's, I've actually seen uh, trick horses do this where they actually get low where you can just walk on. It's just like mid-gallop, it slides so you can just jump on and it just well, springs back into a gallop. It's like the horse is already galloping. I run up and just grab the horse. Well, it's like, it, they, it like helps you so you don't have to jump as much. It mm. literally gets lower so you just like throw a leg over mid-gallop and it springs back into full speed. Mm-hmm. We can say yours all do that. Mm-hmm. Some just have to work harder or less harder because hers is shorter, yours is taller. Mm-hmm, right. His might be a little more staunch like a Clydesdale. Mm-hmm. But you all do that and you notice some of them begin to get out behind you. In fact, you'd even say that the heat has begun to change them. Mm. Like a forced evolution kind of deal. Sleep storm. Sleep yeah. storm. Time to, time to commit that act. That's... Third level, not concentration, 40-foot radius. Which Just means that's, that's an 80-foot sphere. There's an 80-foot diameter. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's 80 feet by what feet? It's a 40-foot uh, radius, which means it's a circle. 20 by yeah. 40, yeah. So 20 by 40, so 80 by 40, mm-hmm. technically, if it's a full circle. Either way, I assume you make it at the mouth of the cave. Yep. Sarah, you basically you're like the last to leave. 
as you like commit sleet storm to to mouth <laughs> and you basically uh, do you cast it partially inside or do you make it all outside i would say part of it outside like any downhill and then throughout the rest of the cave so you've got like towards well you don't want any of them being able to chase right through do you do half and half mm-hmm. you basically see some like try to like the first few like come out and they like slide back in some try to launch themselves out and you just basically watch a literal zombie popsicle fly off and smash into rocks right not, not to mention the extreme ones that were like on fire getting put into cold. extreme cold thermo <laughs> the thermodynamic shock just turning into a sprout of mist yep <laughs> and if you do survive you're gonna slide right back into that fire yep for like an hour <laughs> <laughs> Just made a killing conveyor belt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The rule of cool, according to DMs. Introducing the first elemental conveyor belt of doom. Sarah, you finally got to use Sleet Storm in a totally cool way that worked. Right. I've only been wanting to do that since so. season one. <laughs> Trying to do it while making all my other party members fall to their faces. You're like, I want all my party members to fall on their ass. Sarah, we'd have to spend all turn getting up. Oh, fine. <laughs> And now look at you, single-handedly killing an entire undead cave. And you saved the girl. Right? I pull out a cat toy I've had, and I throw it to her. Or I throw it to Gorak, pretty much. Um, I can assume, basically, just the little girl's holding on to me. Just you've got her, like, yeah. At this point. I, I would almost imagine you've got her, like, sitting in your lap. Not actually in your lap, but you well, know what I mean. Well, on, on horseback, she's sitting mm-hmm. in front of She's sitting in front of you where she's safe. And not behind you where she can get snatched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's probably just bawling her eyes out at this point. It's just like... Do you want to try and comfort her? That's why I was trying to throw the cat toy. Here, catch it. He catches it. He's got high decks. Yeah. Every little thing is going to be all right. What time <laughs> is it? Uh, it's getting late in the day. It took you about six hours. <laughs> Please don't call the SOS. SOS, 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 SOX. Don't worry, we're getting you home safe. intervenes okay you guys are conjure animal i conjure okay. a cat you don't even know yet yes i do what? okay sarah tell me what am i about to do oh i don't know dang it all right never mind never mind, never mind. she's not undead <laughs> no i was talking about the little girl no, okay would be hilarious <laughs> From the, the mouth of the cave, you see a large creature with a 20-foot wingspan crash through the jagged jaws. Half frozen, half on fire, all piss and vinegar, all anger, all hunger. Oh, fuck. And it is chasing hungrily after the three of you on horseback. Roll for initiative. Why do you always impose disadvantage on yourself? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just realized that's like shit. It would be. What's the 13? 14. 7. <laughs> Why do we keep doing that? 19, 23.
It's hungry. It's gonna taste my fist and my staff in a minute. Actually, it sounds dead, right? Um. Is it technically undead? Because if it does, then it counteracts the wizard presence. It is a large undead. Then yeah, all right, I'm fine. So, can Chad move his level three hunter's mark from the girl to the creature? Oh yeah, no. You still have several hours of that. It doesn't give me bonus damage for any higher. Unfortunately. But you still it's but I you could move. shift it now. Yeah, oh no. I just basically throw the mark on that thing. Just you just look. stare at it and snap and now you know how close it is. So Pardeth I believe goes first. Pardeth does go first. Pardeth, you've basically used all your high level spells, however I have one fifth level, one fourth level, two thirds, and ooh, one two. Ooh, Can you do more? Ooh, ooh. Oh my goodness. What's that? You have a fifth level spell you can cast and you've been yeah. holding it out on me? No, you said cast a lower level spell earlier. It's true, I did. I just forgot you could cast fifth level spells. What fifth level uh-huh. spells can you cast? Is everything still recording properly? Of yes. course. This is just going to be long. Okay. So well, no, no, I saw Insect this, plague. The thing. Insect plague. Yeah, no, everything is still fine. Um, it's only been an hour and a half. Okay, insect cool. plague. You want to cast insect plague instead of... Wait, does this work? Oh, see, that's... Nope, can't do that one. Mm-hmm. Wait, what is Gia? Let's see, what would have... What would that thing have disadvantage against? Um, do you have anything that would... Well, I think that the anything insect... Anything that does holy or radiant damage. Oh, wait, she what is... Sunbeam. I do, actually. She does, but... <laughs> it wouldn't... Where, where <laughs> I don't know, but I have an idea. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you guys. That's why I'm trying to sneeze away from the camera now. Cause it, wait, we have a camera? No, not camera. <laughs> what I mean. It's technically Umra. Ooh. Umra. Oh, that's where it went! And Bishop. And uh, Xanathar's. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I stuck it in the wrong book. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> No wonder. <laughs> I knew I stuck it in a book. I was like, I stuck it in a book. Uh, I didn't think it in a One offs. I also lost my key on Friday night. You know this, Chad. You know, Sarah. You don't have to tell the audience. That I would guess. Sarah. Huh? Wrath of Nature. Yes! Goes full up. I'm standing on Nemesis. So, you call to the spirits of nature to rouse them against your enemies. Choose a point you can see within 120 feet. The spirits cause trees, rocks, grasses, and a 60-foot cube centered on that point to become animated. And he's outside. So, yep. So, we're going to say that you're in a rocky and tree-based environment. Uh-huh. So, you guys are beginning to ride... It's it. We'll say it's near rocks right now. You guys are entering that tree environment. Uh, with Sarah going first, Sarah, mm-hmm. make a ranged spell attack for me. This yeah. is a bonus action, by the way. Uh, uh, this is your bonus action, basically. I'm just picturing immigrant song play as soon as she stands on the horse. Oh, ah! <laughs> Dang it! I was the only one thinking that. That's why I was trying to do the opening to it. Twenty. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> roll me a second one. Oh, I don't know if I can do that again, though. <laughs> Thirteen. Oh, that would have been awesome if it had been two twenties. 
I'm not trying as hard as I was the first time. Sarah! <laughs> Sarah. Roll me 8d8s. I've, I've flubbed this a little Eight. bit. Wrath of Nature, the rocks version, is pretty good. Seventeen. Twenty-four. Twenty-nine. Wait, is it? Mm, Thirty-five. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven? <laughs> yep. That's a bonus. You came from the land of the ice and snow where the hot springs. <laughs> hot springs go. And then this is where Lugash would come in. Hammer oh, of the gods! Fight <laughs> the horns. Scream and cry. 16. Hold on. No. Oh, she's not done. Oh, I thought she was. No, she's not done. Well, this is a bonus action. I am oh, God! <laughs> What's up? Oh, what? She just did a bonus action that does that much damage? Yes, that's what Wrath of Nature's bonus action oh, does. Oh. So, um, he needs to make... A strength saving throw. What's your DC saving throw again? 17? Yep. <gasps> it crit. Aww. Unreal. If it had failed that, it would have basically How changed. How does that thing like disadvantage It doesn't. Damn. It just must succeed. But it rolled a natural 20. I mean, it crit. And it has a plus 8 to strength saving throws. Mm-hmm. However... Sarah, if it had done that, it would have fallen prone, meaning it could have linked into grasses and undergrowth and the roots and vines. Meaning you would have knocked it down with 88th worth of rocks. Then at the start of your turn, this would have technically acted. Each of your enemies within 10 feet of any tree must make a deck saving throw or take 46 slashing damage, which on the beginning of its turn, I'll make it take 46 or take, make a deck saving throw. So you would have done 8d8, knocked it prone, fallen through the trees, taken 46 slashing damage, and then it would have fallen, hit the ground, and it would have been restrained by vines, all with one spell. <laughs> and she would have only needed one bonus action to finish that. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. We need to use this spell more often. She's only got one fifth level spell slot, so I made sure you use it on something really fucking cool. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Two! Two spell slots. But anyway, Sarah, you can still do that. By the way, you can still... Um, this is concentration. Mm-hmm. So you can't use any other spells. Mm. But not even Thorn Whip. Okay. But, I mean, it'll basically get one more turn worth of this, but you'll still be able to do another at Ooh. least 3d8 non-magical damage. The reason she did 8 was because of a crit, plus she's got that fey enhancement thing going on mm. for however long I give it to her with that stone. That means I could have cast another spell that's not concentration and then did Wrath of Nature. Pissing me well, off. but you wouldn't have been able to do the bonus action then. Okay. Either way, so now Chad, it is your turn. I want to count that sixteen or reroll. No, no, you you did that just fine. I was just like, wait a minute, she's not fucking yeah. done. All right, so sixteen for the first attack. Uh, twenty-nine for the second. Jesus. <laughs> Chad, I'm counting that as a pseudo crit. Roll twenty fucking nine. Holy shit. Well, it's a 19, it's a 19 plus 10. We'll say your, your fucking crit range on your bow is now a 19, because you roll that really often. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's that, 3D? I'm just about to do 3D12, aren't I? Uh, 2D12, yeah. and then another and then D12. And then D12, yeah. Plus your dex bonus for... And the dex bonus plus the 4. Yep, yep, just, 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 just yeah. go for it. So, 12. Yep. 5. 17. Six. It's 23, 23 plus, plus your bonus. Which is 
plus eight because it's undead and also necrotic. Well, we'll assume it's not doing necrotic because that would heal it, but oh. it's doing uh, anti-undead. It's doing the anti-undead, and then let's do the two sixes. Three. Six. So, anybody catch how much that was? <laughs> I know it was at least equal to a rapid I, I, I was nature. At thir- 31 before you rolled. What was that? The six and the three. So, 40. Okay, yeah. Around 40 damage. So, you guys have done 77 total? <laughs> Is this thing still... You know what? I can say this thing doesn't actually have as much HP as it would normally just because it went through her wall of fire, which does 5d8s. Right. And then however much Sleet Storm does. It doesn't do any damage itself besides the extreme mm. hot to cold and slipping. Which we can assume that was probably a couple d6s worth of damage. Well, how much does Sleet Storm do? None? Mm-hmm. Sleet Storm is a pure elemental. It's just the CC. Here, hold on. Okay, I've decided to overwrite cinematic effect, okay? We're going to say right now he just tried to take another strength saving check because he has been exposed to that super hot temperature extreme based on Sarah's elemental assault followed by literally having nature itself vomit boulders at this thing (laughs) to do non-magical boulder damage. (laughs) It failed its strength check spectacularly. Sarah, roll me four d6s. Eighteen. Eighteen damage. Does it take anything else? Okay. At the end of each of your turns, and it's now the end of her turn, you guys watch as she she starts clubbing it with boulders, then Gorak turns around and looses two into its face. Or maybe it's wings. I'm going to assume wings, because I want this thing to just crash. Well, crash it does. As it begins to swoop into the area of nature, Sarah has invoked the wrath of by using her staff. You watch as the trees begin to almost sharpen their branches like steel and begin to cut swaths into this creature before supplanting it into the half-dead grass. And it failed. It's last strength check. You watch as writhing living vines conjure forth with searing light and begin to swallow it into the earth and consume it. (laughs) You notice the green gem on Sarah's staff grow extra bright. (laughs) The Fae was really sorry. (laughs) Character development! You arrive in Valentina safely, having conquered a mighty undead foe and escaping a perilous venture with almost no losses. <laughs> Save for my vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I assume when we were on our way in, once we figured we were safe, I probably had part of the checker for anything signed? There was no signs of any evil. I would have mentioned that before the, the, the fight. And I would have known. She would have. You guys bring the little girl safely home to a despondent mother who didn't think she would see her daughter again. She's struck with silence, both the daughter and the mother. The daughter is frightened 
almost mute. She doesn't say anything. But you see, like, a happy tear in her eyes, and she holds, like, a thumbs up. And she runs and hugs her mother. Mama. And they, they share a, a happy, reminiscing moment, realizing that they could have never seen each other again. Doesn't that feel nice? I just basically just nod and I go, You kept your word. <laughs> no, there's still more to hunt. <laughs> You see the, the father hugging his daughter, and he looks at you all and just goes, bless you, with, like, tears in his eyes. He just uh, uh, hits a fist to his chest and nods. Time to hit the cantina after a long day's work, right, folks? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yo, my spells, I only have, like, two, and one four, one two, and all the but ones. After just this very stressful day... Gorex just all of a sudden just in one side just goes back to his normal like body language like, oh. <laughs> you guys I imagine you guys are gonna kick open the cantina doors and I have like Arky <laughs> it's, it's just basically kicking out the door like boom no. no I wanna Room. kick down the door kick down kick open or, or we'll, okay okay kick open the door jump on a table and say, let it be known far and wide that the adventures, uh, the adventures of Caravan Thirteen, delved into the belly of the beast and saved a little girl from the undead abominations. Are you doing this to intimidate? To diplomacy? To... I'm assuming impress. Are you? What are you trying? What's the aim of this, Mac? Um, to gain renown for us and gain the goodwill of the people. Kind of, like, kind of like a, a give me a persuasion roll. That's okay. your charisma. Oh, damn. <laughs> you know, fuck. fuck it. I'm gonna jump on the table too and be like, "Fuck yeah, we are!" <laughs> Just you two do it. To you, you, are you're gonna give him advantage. Yes. Okay, do it. Okay. That's fucking Come right. On. We did. A fifteen. <laughs> fifteen plus your charisma. I don't have charisma. Oh, you did. No, nope. that's me. Oh shit. Yeah, and I, but, don't but I don't have negatives. Yeah. <laughs> the barkeep like washes the tank. He was like, "Well, all right, heroes, get to suck for fucking drink then." <laughs> to Caravan Thirteen, everyone. <laughs> to the saving of Margie and her little girl. To health and wellness. To victory. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna end this. We're gonna. Fucking what the <laughs> shit? Nah. And on a semi-serious note. <laughs> We're going to end the episode on a semi-serious note as we end with rabble-rousing, carousing, lots of booze drinking, mm-hmm. and a whole hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I say. Yes. I'm James the DM guiding this absolutely wonderful roller coaster that is Caravan 13. This is Gorak the Ranger. This is Veridoth the Tank. <laughs> Part of the Druid. She finally feels comfortable saying that word. I love it. This has been us having a lovely 20th episode of Season 2. We love you all. We'll see you again sometime soon.